Hello and welcome to episode two of the Sister Cast. I am Sister Amanda. And I am Sister Zoe. I don't know if I like calling myself Sister no, Amanda. That sounds weird. That like sounds like Mormon or something. Yeah. yeah no. I am Amanda. <laughs> and I am Zoe. Part of the Sister Cast. <laughs> and on today this week's episode, we're talking T Swift. Oh yeah. I mean everyone's talking about Taylor, but we are T-Swizzle. also going to because we uh well, because there's lots to talk about. So much to talk about. Which is her point, right? She loves to be, she and she and she does it every week. She or every time she puts out a, a single, everyone's talking about it with good reason. She's just a marketing machine, yeah. and I think that's why I sit on the side of loving Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. What side do you sit on? I could take her or leave her, but I love the new song. She's a good person. No, no. Well, she is. She's also an incredibly privileged person. Yeah. And there's lots of really fair criticism of her for not acknowledging the ways that she uses that privilege and manipulates people a little bit. I mean, I think that she's not perfect. For sure. So she does a lot of good. She makes a lot of money. She's got a squeaky clean image, or does she anymore, (laughs) right? So, uh, yeah. She's a remarkable business person. Remarkable business person. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, she's only been around for really about 10 years. Her her debut album, her debut album came out in 2006. Wow. Yeah. 11 years. She's been... um, like active since 2004 you know mm-hmm. playing you know smaller gigs and opening mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff but her first album came out 11 years ago and in yeah. that time she's given us six albums so yeah. so uh, depending when you're listening to this yes the sixth taylor swift album reputations coming out in november and the first song look what you made me do yeah look i really what like you it made me do has dropped and then the video you know four days later yeah and there's been a lot of rumors that like her hand was pushed to do this because of hackers right um that she oh, wasn't interesting. because apparently um releasing the single and the artwork of the album that's a little condensed right like, normally you put out the first single and then like, a couple months later you'll put out the album okay and that kind of stuff i think that's what i heard someone say yeah um but she got rushed because people she wanted were, to stay ahead and control that release mm-hmm. herself because mm-hmm. people were because there's such an appetite for taylor swift that people actually are digging into her code on her website to try and figure it out like do you oh, know how many artists would like love for that like yeah there's no privacy i guess in 2017 but then the question is how much of it is her team leaking it and doing mm-hmm. all of that or making it available to them so that the hackers get it like yeah like to be in those shoes right so i've got some interesting stories as we talk on the podcast today uh for those who if this is your first episode that you're listening to i um current i work at a radio station i'm currently on mat leave right now so i've been out of the game for a few months but i've got some fun taylor swift stories from her management company oh, that i've actually had dealings with and we don't even play taylor swift really like right. um uh, the kind of radio station i work at doesn't really break new music so we play some taylor swift but it's like older stuff the older stuff right, right. as it's known in the business the recurrent stuff yeah. the stuff that her team doesn't care if you play or not right mm-hmm. i mean they like it if you play because you know every song is good but you know like we're not breaking new taylor swift music right? right right so um and i used to work in the country music format so i've spent a lot of time sort of around that but anyway it's really fascinating so on to look what you made me do the video the video yeah. the song what do you want to talk about well so let's talk about the the song first because the song dropped first yeah so i am not a Taylor Swift fan particularly I don't dislike her 
I'm kind of ambivalent um, when it comes to Taylor Swift. So um, when, you know, but I listened, but everyone was talking about it and I am interested in whatever people are talking about, be it mm. Game of Thrones or Taylor Swift or whatever. So when, when she dropped the single, I immediately went to YouTube and I watched the lyric video, yep. which released immediately. Mm-hmm. I really like that. If you haven't seen the lyric video, go to YouTube, check it out. It's, um, it's, it's animated and it's very, it's got kind of like a noir, um, kind of a, a, a dark kind of tone to it. For sure. I really like that. Um, and I found the song quite catchy. Um, and then I saw people talking about it on social media and they were saying that it sounded bitter and she'd already done this with bad blood. And, you know, honestly, maybe it's because I am not a diehard Taylor Swift fan, um, but I don't really remember Bad Blood. I mean, when I say right. the, the title of the song, I remember what the song kind of sounds like. But I, it certainly wasn't anywhere on my mind as I listened to right. um, to this new version, this new song <laughs> version, <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, so I really liked it. And right. I and I heard people saying, you know, maybe she needs a new thing other than just being bitter and angry. And I totally didn't feel that at all because I'm frankly, I think a lot of us can identify with Taylor taps into all. I think what she does with her songs is she taps into how people feel for sure. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so as, as a casual music consumer, I love the song. I love the lyric video. So then she dropped the music video do you want to talk mm-hmm. about the music video? Yeah, How sure. did what did you what was your first reaction to the music video? Yeah, that it was a masterpiece, right? That there was like it was uh, just a work of art. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't boring. I would, couldn't wait to see what the next thing that was going to get thrown at us. I think back to what was the blank space the video for blank space it was just a masterpiece you're too, looking right? at me like i should remember that are you having a blank space i do not remember space? that so here so here's what i'm going to suggest i think that the music video not the lyric video but the music the live action yeah. music video that is more interesting to taylor swift fans who remember if you haven't seen the video it's taylor swift playing herself in all of her versions but or that's just at the very end no that's all the way through it I don't actually know. Um, no, just at the end, she's standing on top of all the other tailors that are trying to reach out. But to weren't her. some of those in the? I've only watched the music video once. No, I no. did not think it was a masterpiece. I found it chaotic and confusing. <laughs> and I think, but I could be wrong, that you need to be a Taylor Swift fan no. to understand the whole video. But no. apparently, I'm wrong. No, just the last like 30, 40 seconds. But I did think the last twenty seconds was funny. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was the throwback to that's the, the best the part of the music video everything up to that point i found very weird there there's been some fantastic and this is why i love the internet and i love people well, as soon as the video drops there are people putting out blogs telling you all the things you missed in the video okay so i've seen some links yeah. but i haven't clicked on any oh gosh, of them so good so okay good. and and as a fan but i wouldn't say i'm a diehard fan i just have a lot of respect and time for taylor swift right back to she's a brilliant marketing 
brilliant businesswoman and you can't discount the incredible success that she's had mm-hmm. so I'm interested in stuff she's doing because that uh, girl's successful right, right <laughs> so right. I think we could all take a few um in my work life I like to try and take some lessons from her because I'm like yeah if we could all just be a little bit more like Taylor Swift we'd all be just a little bit yeah. better off so I didn't realize but like the opening scene where she's um coming out of a grave that's her, she's wearing the same dress from out of the woods which is another music video off 1989, right? See, you need to know Taylor Swift. And- but I didn't know that when I watched the oh, video. Oh, you, you found I realized that on that, that okay. afterwards. And so I'm reading this blog. So I watched the video and I liked it. And the only thing I recognized was when her dancers were wearing the I Love TS t-shirt. Yeah. Call back to the when she was dating that Hiddleston guy. That Hiddleston guy. <laughs> and, and here we have another... You, you mean that time when Tom Hiddleston was dating that T-Swift girl? No. No. <laughs> no. So, um, still, with a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you anything he's been in. Was he in King Kong? He He's Loki. I don't know what that is. From the Marvel movies. No, unfamiliar. Thor's brother. No, unfamiliar. Loki. No, un- unfamiliar. Was gonna, he in King Kong at all? For, yes, he was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kong, I think I asked Kong, you. Kong the Island or And whatever. I think I was yeah. like, who's this Hiddleston guy who's dating Taylor Swift? Oh my God, he's been in so many good things. And and he reads poetry on the internet. No. Anyway. Oh, it's amazing. We'll British accent. Save Delicious. That for another day. But um, that was the only thing I recognized, right? And then as I was reading the post that's sort of calling out everything else one of the dresses she wore in the video is one she wore to the Met Gala in 2015 like it's a call back to other this stuff. is what I'm saying you need to be a Taylor Swift fan to truly but appreciate knowing any of that stuff it's still just a cool video lots being thrown at you a lot being thrown at you in a chaotic confusing <laughs> kind of way so um I just love the behind the scenes stuff on everything so when I saw the director tweeting about it because people were saying oh it's just like Beyonce and blah 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 and so he was sort of tweeting back at some of these haters online and so he, he was saying that they started conceptualizing it in January they filmed it in May and he's been editing it nonstop since May wow it's a lot of work goes into these videos hey yeah and yet they don't have a place to play them really <laughs> <laughs> these other than the internet now I guess yeah. right so well didn't she release it at the um, music videos yeah awards the, um, M- MVAs MVAs yeah but uh you know like do they still have TV channels that play videos all the I time? I don't think so. Tell you. Aren't they playing Jersey Shore? My nine-year-old does not yet know about these things. So. Well, that's what's so interesting. So Taylor Swift drops a new album. So let's talk a little bit about that and like um, how it fits into like radio, right? Because mm. you were you called me the other day saying you were listening to the radio and Taylor Swift's new song. Oh had yeah, to come right. On. Okay, so <laughs> so here's the thing. So I like the song. I really genuinely like the song, even though the music video was kind of weird for me. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why I wasn't a fan of the music video is because I really like the lyric video like I would just watch that again for sure but I actually don't want to watch anything I just want to listen to the song however because I am not the hugest Taylor Swift fan I'm not sure I want to commit to spending the dollar 29 to buy the song on iTunes so it's on my phone when I'm in the car right which is weird I mean frankly that's a weird thing but this is the thing where we are weird people and the things that we choose to spend our money on or, or we don't so I am currently at the place where I want to listen to the song and I hope it's on the radio. And so I was in the car, in and out of the car the other day running errands and I put it on the top 40, is Virgin Top 40? Yeah, top 40 radio station in our community. 
in the hopes that I would hear it. And I called my sister after like my third errand. And I was like, look, I've been in the car for three 10 minute chunks and I have not yet heard the Taylor Swift song. Are they shocking? <laughs> are they going to play it or what? I thought they would be playing it constantly. And she said, yeah, they're playing it probably like once an hour. Once an hour, which is which is heavy rotation for right. radio. Right. But it's funny, you know, because for a while there, my oldest and I, we are huge fans of Despacito. Huge fans. Like, we've now bought all of the Daddy Yankee albums on iTunes, and we listen to all of his songs, but we, but Despacito is in heavy rotation in our car. Um, and it's funny because we'll play it on my phone, and then we'll turn the phone off, and we'll switch over to the radio, and almost always Despacito yeah. is playing on the radio, right? Yeah. And so, I, you know, I've just... I was thinking in an hour and a half rotation. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So top 40 generally plays their biggest, biggest songs in an hour and a half. Every hour, 15, every hour and a half. Right. Um, Whereas other stations like the station I work at will play songs um, once every eight to nine hours. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we really want to have make sure there's no repeats. Right. So the fact that they're actually spinning that one day, the day that Taylor Swift's album came out or song came out, they were spinning it every hour. But it's amazing how you can miss it. Yeah. Because if you happen to be in the store when they're playing it. Yeah. And they're generally playing it sort of probably near the top of the hour because if they're playing it every hour. Right. Right. So I called you and I said that. Yeah. Well, so then we came up to Cottage Country and um, I was listening to the radio. We, t- we put the radio on to listen. And sure enough, the first song that was on was the Taylor Swift song. Oh, you got it. You heard it. I yeah. finally, we finally heard it on the radio. And then we heard it twice more on the drive up on two different radio stations. Right. And so that was that my oldest was teasing me that we finally heard it. And we we'd heard it more than enough is what he said. So he oh. was not the biggest fan. Right. Yeah. Well, so that's what's interesting right now is you have so many choices on where you can go and find music and yeah. get music and have it on your phone. Because I could have streamed it. Right. Yeah, for sure. But I but I didn't want to spend that, you know, little bit of data or whatever. whatever. I don't it's funny. I think that I will buy it though. I think yes. I do like it enough that I'll buy it. Well, especially how you could buy the single now. Yeah. And then when the album comes out in November, you can just pay to complete the album. Yeah, yes. I love iTunes. Right? Like, yeah, it's my favorite. That way you're not like, oh, I'll just hold off. Yeah. Like, or um, anyway. So so that's T-Swift. I'm very interested in her. So I've got a couple stories on T-Swift. Um, do you know that my husband and I actually went to Chicago to see her? I did know in that. In 2015. Yeah. And it was like the best concert ever. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. So that was a stadium show, mm-hmm. right? Um, football stadium. Uh, so I don't know. What would that be? 50,000 people? 80,000 people? Oh, I don't know. I can look it up. Keep talking. Yeah. So, um, and she did two nights there. And just to see an artist who can sell out two stadiums and really more, but like in one city, back to back. Um, and she that was when she was bringing out uh, mystery guests, right? So we got to see Sam Hunt come out and uh, local bo- uh, local boy, Canadian boy, Sean Mendez as well opened up. But the mystery guest that night was Sam Hunt. And it was just so, so, so cool. What was neat about that concert was she only did songs off her 1989 album. Oh, interesting. So she did two, two other songs. That's it. So she did an entire album, 1989. And then she did, I think, Mean and Love Story. But if you were a Taylor Swift fan, like there's very few acts that could actually do that where they say we're going on tour and we're only playing our new stuff. Right. If you go to like a U2 show, when they start playing their new album, that's when everyone goes and gets a beer refill. 
Right. Right. If you go see the Eagles or, um, you know, any sort of rocker. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> Guns and Roses. Gosh, yeah. if they play new music, everyone's going to leave. So just so fascinating that Taylor Swift can only play her new album. And at that time, when we went and saw it, there was maybe only three or four singles off that album. Mm-hmm. All right. So you were in Chicago yep. and you went to Soldier Field. You got it. July 2015. Yep. So Taylor Swift that weekend um, was the first solo female artist to perform two consecutive nights at Soldier Field. And both nights were sold out. Yep. 55,000 tickets each night. Yeah. 100,000 people. That's crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And it was so good because the crowd was a ton of moms and daughters, but also a ton of like, I call them the dinks, right? Double income, no kids. Interesting. Like what, essentially that's what we were that night, yeah. right? It was my husband and I in our 30s having a great time, but it was just, it was, it was such a good crowd. Such a good crowd. That's kind of a cool, um, that's a cool show to have you know been a part of history of yeah so we drove like we drove down to chicago for Mm -hmm. it like made a weekend out of it also because chicago shout out awesome city so fun um anyway so that was a lot of fun so the next story on taylor swift is um at the radio station i work at we post up blogs on stories on whatever you know like the gossip that's going on but just like random Mm -hmm. stories right there's a cat cafe opening up (laughs) or like you know there's a new ring that prevents you and your husband from cheating on netflix shows together like just you know random stuff right there's a what really <laughs> yeah that's amazing okay right? we'll, we'll come back to that stuff another that, episode you know, stuff that makes me go oh i didn't know that yeah so taylor swift has been um uh, has an endorsement deal with coca-cola okay right so there was a story floating around how she will never get to play the pepsi halftime show because it's pepsi at the super bowl oh. she'll never be the super t- as long as she has her endorsement deal with coke right she's never gonna get pick to be the uh halftime show she'd be amazing at it she's definitely at that level right Right. um because who was it last year lady gaga yeah so instead coke paid for her to do a show the day before the super bowl in wherever the super bowl was this past year they did a she did a show and they called it the the kickoff something or other you know how the super bowl is so protected about branding right so they couldn't name it something but the the kickoff show yeah so um with our network of radio stations if we see a story that's been posted say in toronto or winnipeg on one of our radio stations we can just sort of grab that story and post it to our website we make a couple changes to make it more london local Mm -hmm. maybe reference a local show she's done and then we post it to our site so i saw this great article about how she's been picked to do this so i pulled it from our toronto site showed up on ours i made a couple edits to it and published it on our site like 12 hours later we get an email from someone from 13 management saying we've made a couple errors in our story and they'd just like us to fix some of the errors <laughs> and i was like what is happening <laughs> we are on taylor swift's radar yeah now i get that they probably have like a google alert, google alert but yeah. i mean how many- can you imagine the google <laughs> alert that somebody has to go through to find a radio station in london yeah. ontario so uh, so uh, so so this is Zoe um, and I'm a writer and I have Google alerts set up for myself so for I sure. know if anybody has pirated my books or whatever I don't have like a management team that goes through those emails I get them myself but every day I have like a dozen or so Google alerts yeah. to look at and go through yeah little old me little so old I you. can only imagine it must be a full-time job going yeah. through Taylor's Google alerts yes yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is and then they reach out to those radio stations via no, they called. They phoned. 
They phoned. <laughs> they phoned and then followed up with an email. I love the look of shock on yeah. your face. Like you still can't quite believe yeah. that you got called out for a couple errors in yeah. a Taylor Swift article. Yeah. Like, and I was like, well, if they called out us, they like, did they also call out to Toronto? Yeah. And I never got an answer on that if they did. So we made the changes because it was just like, you know, how it's so funny how a couple words can really change it all. Yeah. Right. So I forget what the edits were. Something about how, whatever, I don't even know. Just something. Yeah. And then the next day. A box of stuff showed up. It was swag and a handwritten note. Like an appreciation yes. note. From, not from Taylor, but from the company. Brent guy or whatever the guy's name is, who we'd been dealing with. To, we changed those the next day. Mugs and t-shirts and a handwritten note on 13 management uh, letterhead. Okay, so right there, when we're talking about smart business management, right? It's like you carry a big stick. Right. What the, I don't remember the rest of that idiom, but right. you can, you know, like, but you got it. Walk softly and carry a big stick, but also, you know, make sure that you are nice to the people yeah. who you are engaging in a you know relationship with. Like that, you want to say, look, you got to get this right, but here's a reward for getting it right and for being so agreeable to making those changes. That's right. really interesting. So. But I think we should throw some shade, a little sister shade at okay. Taylor Swift, because she is not perfect no one is perfect yeah and um it has recently come out about her new tour that's going to be launching oh yeah and she's partners with Ticketmaster. yeah if you want to go see her show you're gonna have to jump through some serious hoops and it just is kind of icky right it's I'm very not, icky i i want to think that they didn't realize how complicated it would seem but on the other hand, don't you have beta testers who could know how complicated this has turned? So basically, if you want to get tickets to Taylor Swift's show between now and November, there's like a bunch of things you have to do on the Ticketmaster website. Little so, challenges. Little challenges. So basically, what they wanted to do is they wanted to prevent scalpers from buying tickets in any quantity. They only want to sell tickets in like one, two, or three or four yeah. quantities to people who actually want those tickets. So in order to buy a ticket, um, or to, in order to have first dibs on the tickets, you don't just need like an access code from a fan club. You need to have pre-ordered the album. You need to have bought swag. Like a Taylor Swift sweatshirt gets you like more points than anything else in the world. But I think that there's also points for doing activities and that you sort can of post thing. online on social media. Yeah. Someone was even saying you can even buy it at 13 different retailers, right? Like because 13 is her magic number. So if you buy the album at 13 different retailers, but why do you need 13 copies? Right. Why are you going to brick and mortar store? Right. <laughs> like I, I do. I don't mind the idea of if you pre-order the ticket, you put your confirmation code on the website. Boom. There you are. You're in a special queue. The problem is, the problem is you have, you know, you'll pre-sell more albums then then there will be tickets available and that's the thing doing these challenges doesn't guarantee you tickets it no. just guarantees you a chance at tickets yeah so who would buy 13 albums like that's that just crazy. seems to be taking advantage of the swifties so we'll see it's got a bit of a did not pass the smell test with me so yeah yeah and and you're somebody who's bought tickets before yeah and i don't know how we got our tickets my husband took care of that um 
I don't know if we bought them through a third party site or not. I really yeah. couldn't tell you. But I mean, we got to go to 1989, one of the hottest tours, 50,000 people. Yeah. And she will only be doing stadiums again. Right. Right. I mean, she's at that level. So yeah, she could do what Garth Brooks does, where she just comes to town <laughs> for as many days as will sell out. Did you know that Garth Brooks just sold out eight shows in Calgary? No. And six months ago, did eight shows in Edmonton. That's amazing. So he does that. He just comes to town. Yeah. Announces one show. And tickets then, go on sale on Friday, whatever. And then that Friday, once the first show shows out, he just keeps throwing in more shows. Until that's really they, smart. So then he has to come to town for like. So <laughs> so he can't do a he can't do a whole tour because he needs to because he has to keep a bunch of dates open. Yeah, but he doesn't like doing tours. Right. Well, there you go. That's a good way to do it if you don't so like tours. He's already done all of that. Garth can do whatever the heck Garth wants. Yeah. Right. He's in a league of his own. But um. So instead of doing tours, this is what he does. He'll come because he likes to be like a phenomenon. Yeah. Right? And when you come to a city for eight or nine shows, um, it's often not for he'll do two shows in one day mm-hmm. and then they'll have to take a break because there's something else like a monster jam truck thing <laughs> right in the middle there. Well, he gets a little break. Yeah. yeah. And, and then he does epic things in that town. Right. right? So um, one night he bought some people some cars. Right. Like he celebrated. Amazing. He just paid for someone's honeymoon. Like, because like, I mean, think of the money that's being made by doing that. And then it's, uh, you know, then they get to come and stay and do that. Anyway. Speaking of Garth, at some point on this podcast, we need to talk about Brett Kissel. Oh, my gosh. Because he's what? The only Canadian who's open for Garth Brooks? Something like that? I don't know. That sounds about right. I feel like there's something about that. Anyway. This is a game of Balderdash. I would agree. Yes. If the, you said that with such confidence. You started strong with confidence and then it weaned, but right. I still was like, I should have maybe. Stuck. I should, I I should have nailed that landing, but I did not. I, I don't know if he's the only Canadian. But he has opened for Garth Brooks. Yes, definitely. And that's pretty amazing. I'm a big fan of Brett Kissel, for yeah. sure. Good Edmonton boy. Good uh, good Alberta boy. So um, let's move this truck along. Do you want to do some sister shout outs? I do. Okay. So we are recording this uh, podcast in August of 2017. Yeah, li- literally <laughs> I, the last day of August. I had to way. look at my sister because I wasn't sure about the date. Yes, tomorrow or is the year. September. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, we are following the news in Texas, um, you know, with very heavy hearts because the flooding from Hurricane Harvey is devastating. Um, you know, we're hearing really, really sad things out of Port Arthur, Port Aransas, um, Houston, of course, um, um, other you know, other communities in Texas. And so when, when the, when the hurricane hit, um, I have a number of friends, um, in the, in the, the Houston area in Texas. And so I've been following on social media, what's happened to them. Um, I have an author acquaintance named Allison Kent, who looks like she's going to lose her home, which is awful. So if you're a romance reader and you're listening to this, go buy an Allison Kent book because she could definitely use that right now. Um, but I donated to the Red Cross um, immediately. Like when the hurricane hit, I just went to the Red Cross website and I donated some money because that's what I can do because I'm so far away. Um, but then in the last few days, there's been some chatter about 
is the Red Cross the best place to donate to? Um, you know, people just want to know where is the best place to send your money? And so my sister shout out is to a Texas grocery store, H-E-B, um, which I had never heard of before because I've never been to Texas. But they have a mobile disaster relief response team, which is incredible. So um, they the first place that they rolled out to was... Um, place such as our Rockport, Rockport, Texas. They sent their trucks there. And these trucks, it's a, it's a small, very efficient unit that these trucks make meals. They can make 2000 hot meals an hour. They have um, like uh, showers and, you know, for people to, people who ha- who've been, um, you know, displaced from their home, there's nothing quite like getting clean, right? Absolutely. So they give you a hot meal, they give you a shower and it's a very, um, it's just something that this grocery store does and they accept donations for it. So if it's something, if you are listening to this podcast at any point and you're like, I know that people in Texas, this is the third year in a row that Houston has been, the Houston area has been hit by really bad flooding. Um, This is something which is going to happen again. So Mm -hmm. this is really an evergreen shout out to HEB. Um, I, the, my friends in Texas, they say, if you're going to donate to a charity, this is a great charity to donate to. So if you've got 10 or 20 bucks, send it go to heb website and they have a section there for disaster relief check out their mobile trucks and what they do with that and uh and and they all of the donations seem to go directly to helping you know deliver food and showers to people in disaster zones that need it without any red tape or anything like that so that's my sister shout out fantastic are they a chain that's all over texas it looks like that yeah it's heb stands for he butts who i guess is the H-E Butts Company. Oh, okay. So that might be the guy who started this grocery store chain, but it's now like it's a red logo with the letters H-E-B on it. And I'd never heard of it never before. Heard of them. But I do know like in the days leading up to what like the, well, days, two days, because Harvey went from a tropical storm to a crazy um, category four hurricane in, in 48 hours. But in those 48 hours, people were going and buying their groceries and and they that was the first time I'd ever heard of HEB they were saying look HEB has food at this location and you know that um and what HEB did not do is what Best Buy did and a few other places they didn't charge you know ridiculous over the top amounts for water Best Buy has come out and apologized of yeah. course they have so I don't know if it was a local manager or whoever but there were some photos on Twitter about cases of water being sold at Best Buy for forty dollars which is just outrageous. I didn't even know Best Buy sold water. So who knows? Maybe someone went and bought it at HEB well, and then drove it over to so Best I Buy. So I think, I think, and I mean, this is just stupidity, right? There's common sense. I think we talked about this in the first podcast. You got to use common sense. And um, so the, they have these cases of water that are not actually cases. They're cases in the back. Right. But they're, but the water's, water is supposed to be sold individually. And oh, individually, it's $1.69. Right. So if they are individually $1.69, oh. that makes the case $42. No. Yes. Oh, no. Is that not just the lack of common sense oh, right there? No. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, we have this coded as. Oh, no, no, people. You just take the water that's in the back and you put it out front and you're like, take the box, take the case of water for $2 because that's how much a case of water costs. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's exactly what it was. Some of the signs were saying $1.69 individually or $42 for the case. No, 
No. No. <laughs> no is right. No is right. All right. What's what what else did we do? Oh right. So that we've been up um, in cottage country yesterday. We took our kids up to Tobermory and Lion's Head on the Bruce Peninsula for my readers who um, are listening to the podcast, they know that area as Pine Harbor country. And it was amazing to take pictures of some of the places that are actually in my books. I shared those in my Facebook reader group. And, um, and of course, I took some selfies because as we talked about in the first podcast, selfies are the only way that mothers are documented on a family vacation. Although when you travel with your sister, then you can take turns taking pictures of each other with your kids. So um, something that I talked about when we were brainstorming what we wanted to do on our podcast was I wanted to bring a little bit of honesty to how hard it is to take that perfect selfie that you post on social media. And uh, I wanted to have a little like honest check in about how many takes did it did it take to get the selfie that you posted. So I don't think I've actually posted any selfies. I'll do that. Um, but I did take some and it took four tries to take a selfie um, at one location and I took five selfie attempts at another location but you know which one I like best the first one always is hey well sometimes is I tried taking a selfie on the lookout tower that we went up to yeah and I just couldn't get the right angle the beauty of it all like it just you couldn't really tell where I was in the selfie yeah. right that's something about taking pictures because actually I found that was true for all of my pictures from the lookout tower the, so at Bruce Peninsula National Park which is a federal park um, on the top of Br- the Bruce Peninsula there is a very tall lookout tower um, you climb eight or ten flights of stairs to yeah. get up to the top yeah and it you're you're very high the tower sways that was really interesting. Um, and you have this incredible view of the top end of the peninsula and Georgian Bay on one side and like Huron on the other. But it was really hard to capture just how stunning it was because photos don't, it's hard for photos, not impossible. A good photographer, of course, can do it. Um, but it's hard for photos to capture depth right when you're looking down at trees and you see like the dark greens and the browns and the you know the all the layers when I take a picture of that it's like oh there are trees down there you know there's something something gets lost (laughs) in that yeah so this year is Canada's 150th birthday and so Canada 150 Canada 150 so all year our federal parks are free to get into Alberta Banff and Jasper and then in Ontario where we live um, there aren't as many. No, they're up here in Tobermory. Yeah. They're, they're kind of sporadic. Um, so did we ever find out if it's free for everyone? I think it is. Yeah, I don't know. But if you are American and you are coming up to Canada. In this year, in the year of 2017. Come to one of the national parks. And if they ask you for your postal code. Use ours. N6J4E6. <laughs> because when I go to the States and they ask me for my postal code. 90210. I always use 90210. Yeah. <laughs> So on that note, I think that can wrap up this week's podcast. I don't have a question for Sister Google. Uh, we'll have to do that next time. Because uh, I just don't have any questions right now. That's fine. We're, we're, we are so zonked. Yesterday was a 14-hour trip up and down the peninsula. Yeah. So right now we're a little bit, a little bit fried. We're going to have to go listen to some Taylor Swift to decompress. 
I love it. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on the sister cast. We will be back again.